Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. Hello and welcome to another episode of Storytellers AZ, the podcast and meetup group for anyone who wants to tell better stories. And I have to say that it's really hot in here, and I think that both Elizabeth and I are going through menopause because this is really terrible. <laughs> and I'm not and I'm not happy with the facility, and I'm going to go talk to the person in charge and make sure that we get our money back. Um, anyway, <laughs> welcome again while we fan ourselves. So if you hear some whooshing, it's just us fanning ourselves. You'd think we'd take off a layer, but that's apparently really hard for us to do. <laughs> not any layers. Um, anyway, my name. My name is Tyler Hurst. I am still a writer, just like last time. And to my left today is... I'm still sitting over here. I'm Sarah Marcus, and I'm still a poet and still a writer. You are also. totally not giving in to the whole, they listened to the other episode a week ago, so now it's different nope. type of... Okay. Yep. All right. We're going to <laughs> I'm not suspending disbelief there. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a realtor and a blogger and a mom. I'm Debbie Walker, and I'm a blogger and a podcast editor. She's hot, just sexy. (laughs) (laughs) So watch out for Debbie. Uh, Anyway, today we talked about uh, how to write about topics that you don't like or don't want to learn about or hate or being paid to, uh, all those type of things. Um, Let's see, for those of us who write for a living, uh, especially when we get other assignments, this is something that happens quite a bit, especially when we're, when we're in our infancy and in becoming professional writers. And so I'm going to let Sarah talk a little about this because uh, she's the one who brought it up, and apparently she has some trouble writing, making insurance fun to write about. Yeah, I really don't ha- know much about it or have much of an expertise in insurance, and I was trying to figure out ways to make the information understandable, but also make it interesting because kind of the whole point why I was hired was specifically because I could come from the angle of the consumer who usually doesn't know very much about insurance so I can make it understandable in layman's terms. All right. Now, Elizabeth does this quite a bit because she has to explain complicated real estate terms to her to her readers. So how do you deal with, with having to know, explain stuff that you don't really want to know about? <laughs> well, I think the, in my opinion, anything is going to be interesting to someone. Um, and if you can break it down and get down into it, there are going to be interesting parts of it. Um, I did when I first got out of college, I wrote, uh, for a tiny little newspaper and did, uh, covered high school sports and I really hate sports. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But for the six months that I did that, I got emotionally invested in the wrestlers and the, uh, football games and all of that. I also then after that for four years, um, edited technical manuals, um, for airplane parts. And it was basically like cleaning airplane parts. And I feel like once you get involved in it, like real plum assignments there, kind of interesting. So my thought is to, um, take anything that you're writing about, especially if you're trying to bring it to a perspective of like the consumer and, um, throw in a bunch of pop culture references and also write from the how this is interesting to them. Find out why it should be interesting to you or to, mm. you know, I think you're coming from the perfect perspective because you're not somebody, I have to regularly take myself out of real estate, mm-hmm. like pretend that I don't understand, you know, the contracts or exactly how it works and remember why it was confusing or why it would be difficult for like a normal person who doesn't deal with real estate all of the time and and remember what those things are that I need to explain and then try to make a whole bunch of jokes and inappropriate comments and, and use, I like to use 
cuss words to make it funny and interesting. So. Well, wouldn't wouldn't telling the worst case scenario also help too? Like if someone needs to know the details of insurance line XY274760 and you tell the story about how this lady was driving one day without her kids in the car and she ended up, you know, getting in an accident and she ended up getting less money because, you know, she had kid stuff all around or something like that. And totally. so you could you could make that up. And so that might be a way to... To make, make it a real world example. Yeah, I mean, it a may only happen example, one yeah. in every million mm-hmm. times, but mm-hmm. maybe you're writing, but you're not. But people buy insurance because they fear they're going to be that one person. I know yeah. that scare tactics. I don't like to use them unless they're, you know, just to, just to scare people. But well, but they're legitimate. I mean, what yeah. you're not—that's the thing—is all of us have insurance. We all have to deal with insurance on mm-hmm. some level. Um, and I personally find the entire thing incredibly frustrating because I don't understand it. And I wish I did. I wish there was somebody who to break it down and be like, okay, here's what you really need to know. And, and like, I, I also find that when I'm reading blogs or when I'm, when I'm writing my blog, I want to be able to trust the, um, person that is writing. So if I feel like I am engaged in sort of who they are, um, and I feel like they're being honest, then, I, I don't feel like I need to read all of the insurance contract and, you know, the details of it because you're telling me like what I need to know. And I, and I trust you and I believe you. Yeah. Right. That approach has worked for me too. And it's, and if you're careful about writing it from a first person's perspective, because right. from you, uh, and it's the same perspective, but use we. Mm. And that way it sounds like you're the company or the team. Right. right. I've, I've done that a bunch of times and that helps. Mm. But yeah, what I've done is, uh, if I find something really boring, like if it's a real estate, you know, uh, um, chairman's meeting or something that has to happen, but no one really cares. Um, I write about, uh, something really fascinating happened, like a, like a sport event or, or a concert or whatever. And then you just kind of swap terms in and out. And that helps you create a framework for something that may not have been as exciting. Um, but you can kind of get into a fan's perspective because you like that concert so much. So what would you say about that concert as compared to that board meeting or that rule or that law or whatever you need to do? So actually, I could also see that um, technique actually adding some contrary word usage yes. you wouldn't normally use, yes. which adds a little bit of spice to an otherwise very dull topic or something very standard and actually makes people kind of perk up and go, oh, wow, wow that was actually kind of interesting to read for mm-hmm. a change. Totally. Mm-hmm. Debbie, um, how do you deal with editing boring podcasts? I mean, when you hear our Storytellers AZ episode, you're like, God, <laughs> people talking. Uh, ones, fall asleep. You is fall asleep. Is that something that you, I mean, do you really, you really, do you really listen to the content or are you just listening to voices and cadence and timing and stuff like I that? I have to listen to the content on some podcasts that I have worked on in the past because some people would, would talk out of order or, they would they would go through a whole spiel of stuff, and then at the end they go, "Debbie, cut that out." And I'm like, oh, "I just spent 35 minutes editing that chunk you wanted me to cut out." But yeah, I listen. I have to listen to the content so I can find out if somebody's being, you know, if they're repeating their point four times, I'm going to shave off the last couple points, you know. So and, what do you do when that content's boring? Oh, I make sure I'm wide awake Come. before I start. Come. And if I get to the point where I'm just missing things, it's time to put it aside and work, come back to it later. That's a good I one. can't sit through, you know, uh, a 20 minute podcast can take me 45 minutes to an hour to edit. Gotcha. And I just can't sit through that when it's really droll. So take and breaks or, or the ones I work on now are not like that, but some of the ones before. Not. Hmm. That's good. 
like to, uh, the one I one of the ones I work on now is a sales podcast, yeah. and I thought at the beginning I don't give a crap about sales. <laughs> it's a good thing they're paying me, but uh, the more I listen to them, some of the stuff that they're telling me is good for me to know when I need to buy things. Okay, so what makes it interesting then to you? Because yeah. that's like you're the consumer of that. Podcast. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, the podcast you're talking about, by the way, is Don't Sell Me Bro uh, yeah. by Dave Cook and Chris Conry. Okay, so what what is it that, what are things that they've done or tactics that they use that engage you as someone who thinks she doesn't give a crap? Uh, there's two guys and they, they sometimes agree and they sometimes disagree and they're good friends. So they're, they're always, uh, when they're disagreeing, they're kind of catty to each other. And I think that's kind of funny. There's a lot of humor in it. But they do tend to belabor the point a lot. And it's like, I have to listen to make sure that this and then, uh, you know, people have things that they say a lot, like a lot of ums and er. You have to really listen to that. And one of those people has a habit of saying, starting every sentence with the same five or six words. Hmm. Well, that's really interesting, but. Oh. Well, that's really interesting, but. Well, you can want to hear that maybe once in a podcast. You don't want to hear it every time the man opens his mouth. So, you know, you, you so have to. The, co- the conflict and the humor is mm. what draws yeah. you in. Yeah. They make Give your it interesting. insurance conflict, conflict and humor. <laughs> Sounds conflict like a good recipe humor. to me. Oh. All right. And that's the lesson for today. So we're going to do goals for the month of February. The point of this is to check in with each other. Uh, I think we're going to do once a day, uh, just an email of, hey, how's it going? And then do, then do it once a week. Uh, where everyone checks in and says what they've done, how they're working on their goals. What this is, is it really stemmed from NaNoWriMo last November, uh, where we, where a lot of us realized that if we put our heads to it and actually made it a priority, we could get a lot done in a short, in a short amount of time, as long as we kept going back to it. And, uh, for a lot of us, writing is not an, a daily habit that we do at the same time every day or the same amount. And that becomes a little bit of a problem. So we're going to try to, to help each other make habits, uh, over the month of uh, February. So, uh, please check us out. My goal is to uh, finish for guys like me, uh, which needs to be written by me and my dad, or halfway it's halfway written, and also do rewrites on mostly true tales, mostly true tales from a somewhat fictional life, which I'm going to release on April 1st as an ebook, and then I'm going to record it for PatioBooks.com, which is also awesome, which will be a whole another episode. Uh, Sarah, your goals are. Uh, my goal is to start a blog um, covering how to add a retro flair to a modern office wardrobe. All right, and we're actually going to uh, critique her blog at WordCamp uh, February 24th and 26th. Uh, check out uh, phoenixwordcamp.com or search for Phoenix WordCamp and you'll check it out. So if you want to know any, any, anything more about designing blogs, writing for blogs, using blogs, um, stuff like that. You can check out is that retro office or retro office wear. No, it basically taking modern office wear, which um, tends to have a very strict non-individuality to it, and how to add uh, retro vintage details so you stay within dress code and professional propriety, but you add that little bit of uniqueness, that little bit of flair that makes it interesting to get dressed every single morning. I think you should use layers. Katie, Katie, Katie would love that blog. Katie's going to subscribe to that blog right away. So, uh, and as part of that, you're going to do four posts before you launch, and then do another two during the month. Right, and right. then uh, photos also. Yes. Yes. And my goal is to uh, write a ten thousand plus word short story, and have it somewhat edited too. I need to write at least two blog posts a week. 
And I just thought of a project that I've been putting off and putting off that I need to work on. What's that? Um, it's a kind of a rebuttal, not video, I'm not going to do video, I'm going to do audio to certain um, types of commercials that have been, or ads that have been come out for a specific religion. Oh. <laughs> Debbie's into the whole atheism <clears throat> skepticism thing. I need so. to write that. And get it just right, and then come in here and record the audio for that's, it. That's that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's a very good idea. Did you ever hear back from the um, the atheist website? No. You, no, no, no. It's gonna be interesting. We're gonna start a holy war here. Yay! No, I'm not at war. Should be. They are. Just want to equal time. That's a good idea. Like so that that's idea. why I need to write and rewrite because uh, I don't want to come across as uh, my usual overly aggressive. <laughs> I'm trying to just... I'm a person, too. Grr. <laughs> She's trying not to laugh at that one. I like y'all are like... All right, we're we going to wrap it up right there. So uh, if you want to check us out, storytellersaz.com, uh, check on that and give us encouragement. Um, also use the storytellersaz hashtag, and we'll be uh, sharing what we're working on and how things are going and if we need help and all that kind of good stuff. Um, thanks again for listening, and we meet the second and fourth Wednesday of every month from 7 to 9 p.m. at Gangplank in downtown Chandler, 260 South Arizona Ave. If you want to be on Storytellers AZ, if you have any questions, if you want to talk to the girls about how hot Sawyer is or how hot he was in Lost, please email Tyler at gangplankhq.com. Wait, wait, why is they emailing you? I know, can't they just email us? <laughs> and and we can I talk? <laughs> will try to talk some sense into you or forge your email on Um, Anyway, thanks for listening, and have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Storytellers AZ, uh, the podcast and meetup group, or meetup group, whatever. You want to do both? You can do both. Let's try that again. (laughs) (laughs) Dirt the dirt.